everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen TPFL. It's January. It's the 7th of January. It's 2022. It's the 6th of January. Just kidding. Uh, we have four games to talk about here on today's NBA slate. I'm joined by the man himself, Andre Alford, Mr. Drizzy26. What's happening, my friend? Nothing. Just hanging in there, you know, trying to hopefully have a good night and end off right and... Hopefully give people some good information and take down the slate tomorrow, tomorrow or today, I should say. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows we recorded the night before. It's no secret. That's why I mess up the dates all the time. Um, actually, I feel like I do a pretty good job not messing up the dates, but it, it happens from time to time. So, uh, I mean, yeah, this slate's interesting. We got a four-gamer, three of these teams on back-to-backs. We don't have a ton of lines. We're going to be waiting some injury news. So things will change throughout the day. But, I mean, without NFL, like, Thursday football, four-game basketball slates better than no sports. Uh, we all remember, you know, a year and a half ago when we didn't have any sports going and we were betting on esports and stuff. And, yeah, give me some NBA, even if it is four-game slate. So, um, yeah, man, let's jump into this slate. And uh, we get started here with Boston at New York taking on the Knicks. No totals out for this game yet. Um, I would assume it's because Boston's on the second end of a back-to-back. As far as the Knicks, Noel is questionable. Rose is out. Valentine is out. And Kimba Walker is out. Uh, so let's start here with Boston. I mean, we know Pritchard's going to be out because he just got placed in the, the protocol um, health and safety protocol thing. So we know he's not going to play in this game. It'd be interesting to see if anyone like Jason Tatum, who, you know, conditioning and all that stuff, if they sit anybody on the second end of a back-to-back. Does Al Horford sit? Uh, what are your thoughts here on Boston? Yeah, I would I would think Al Horford sits since they pretty much have everyone back. Um, Tatum, I, I want to know how many minutes he played tonight. So I think that's going to be very important to um, coming back for the first game since the uh, um, being from the COVID list. So I think it's going to be interesting. If if Tatum is out, though, I think it's going to be a great spot to get guys like Marcus Smart, Dennis Schroeder, and um, and uh, and, J- and Jalen Brown in here. Um, I think that they can definitely have upside games in this spot and this being a smaller slate where role points are going to matter more. Um, those would be the guys I would look to first on this team if Tatum is out. But if Tatum is in, um, I kind of just didn't like going to – Tatum pretty much himself. I mean, 10 is an expensive price to pay, but like I said, real points going to matter. Then if Al Horford, like I said, if he's also in, then I probably want a little bit of him as well at 6'9", on, on DK being a great um, a great play and a great option. Um, and yeah, like Robin Williams, I think it's fine for GPPs. Um, and guard-wise, it was only only Dennis Schroeder would be someone I would be interested in because he's 6'6", six, 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 um, 6K. Um and smart, but though those guys would probably be more priorities besides Tatum. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's that's really it. Um, but more so, this team would be more better in a better position. Um, if Tatum is out or or Al Horford, um, if both were out, that'll be even better because this also pace is going to be coming to play where this could be at a nicer and slower pace. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Celtics lost the Spurs on Wednesday. And 
it was it wasn't a great game for Jason Tatum. He played 38 minutes, so maybe he sits. Al Horford, they've been very careful with him, you know, this season just in general. Um, so I, I mean, overall, right now, I don't have a ton of interest in this team. If some people start getting ruled out, all right, I hear you. Um, I could look at this. Looking at the Knicks side of things, I mean, Julius Randle, obviously, being back is huge. Uh, played 39 minutes the other night. With him back, it obviously takes out some of the value. Um, Robinson, you know, he'll, he'll still get 20, 25 minutes, but the usage and everything that, like, he was kind of seeing here. I, I mean, Randle at 10K is, is super interesting on a four-game slate where raw points are going to matter. Uh, what do you like here for the Knicks? Yeah, he, I definitely think Randall was um, an interesting option. Probably what I would look to try to get to um, a decent amount. But I do like um, more so getting to guys like RJ Barrett and Alec Burks who are cheaper, cheaper options here. Um, those are only two guys I think I can trust because I know that they're going to probably be in the starting lineup for sure. Evan Fournier is a good tournament play being at 4.4K as well. But like I said, the main two guys would be our RJ Barrett and Burks follow and then um, – Fournier for tournaments, we can get to a little bit, I think, of quickly too. But um, his minutes, I know, have been all over the place, and he hasn't been performing particularly well. Um, so I, I'm, I'll be more reluctant to play him a little bit in tournaments and try to stick to the main guys and, and get to um, uh, Jay, uh, Randall um, a little bit as a spend-up option too. Yeah, I mean, outside of Randall, I'm I'm very iffy about anybody here um for the knicks but uh, they're still dealing with a few people out with rose and and kimba out so i mean i could definitely see taking a few shots here um i want i mean, i want to play that like ceiling quickly game because I, I know that it's there we we saw it against houston in december um he had a monster game i, I know it's there um but i, I mean I don't know. Like it, it's, it's interesting. Uh, like the spot in general is interesting for the Knicks, but again, I, I think this is one of those situations where if a couple guys get ruled out for Boston, it's, it's going to help the, the Knicks side of things. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. I definitely agree with that. Um, you don't even like RJ Barrett. Cause you don't think, cause he'll be handling the ball a lot more in this spot. I, if he would play, like, I mean, you look at his usage from the last game out, and, like, it, it was so much higher than his usage has been a lot of the season. It's like, do I trust that? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's that's just kind of where I'm at. Like, four-game slate, you got to take some chances. So, I mean, if you want to play R.J. Barrett, I'm not going to be the person that is going to say don't play him. Um, I mean, it's like 25%, and, like, his usage – here recently without Randall was like 31, 32%. And it's like, he wasn't doing that with the monster usage. And then he had a really good game the other night. Was that just circumstance against Pacers? But I mean, he's a guy that could put up 20 shots in any game. I don't think Alec Burks is going to play point guard much. So, I mean, yeah, Barrett at 6K. You talked me too. Let's roll with it. Okay, good. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you never know what's going to happen, right? Detroit at Memphis, 219.5 total here. Memphis is a 12.5-point favorite. 
Detroit, second end of a back-to-back. We'll be waiting on the injury news for them. Memphis, Anderson's doubtful. Bain is doubtful. Dealing with like a left quad. Um, he's been someone that's been absolutely crushing. But Dylan Brooks is questionable. Melton is questionable as well. So we'll have to kind of see how this injury situation plays out. Talk to me here about Detroit. Uh, Detroit, they're, they're a team that's going to be tough. Like, Kate is someone I, I like getting to. But um, everyone else, is it's just going to be up in the air because I know we have um, – um, what's his name coming back? Who's the center for this team again? Oh, goodness. Isaiah Stewart, I think I think he should be playing today. Um, just don't know how many minutes he's going to play. So I want to see a rotation, see what the coach says about this, because um, that's going to throw everything off. But the only person I can really get to today from Detroit would be a guy like Cade Cunningham. Maybe maybe Stewart, if, he, if he's back, and he's going to play around 25 minutes at that price of 4-6 on DK. I think that's an excellent price, but... Um, other than that, I don't think I can get much to this team. We can get um, much to anybody on this team on that side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, assuming everyone plays, I don't see a ton of value here. You know, Bay and Diallo and, and Cunningham are all kind of priced. Um, <laughs> a little high. I mean, if I was going to probably – if I was going to play any of them, it'd probably be Kate Cunningham just because – it's a matchup with Memphis and the, the potential pace could be good. Um, on the Memphis side of things, I love playing John Morant. He's someone that always goes overlooked. He He's someone that has ceiling. His price has come down 500 bucks from the last game. I like to see that. And with Desmond Bain doubtful, I mean, Morant should handle the ball a ton in this game, have a lot of usage. And I still think Steven Adams is playable, uh, depending on like what we're looking at for center positions today. I think he is, is very playable. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, definitely. Um, I'm, those are the only two guys I would be mainly interested in. Maybe a little bit of Dylan Brooks if he's back. Um, that would be just my only concern, but, but, with, but if Bain does, I mean, but if um, Bain doesn't play, then that just helps Brooks out a lot. So um, those are just the main three guys I can get to. Um, and Brooks would be an interesting DPP play because I'm sure that, um, like, his minutes, like I said, we don't know what the minutes are going to be like when people come back from this COVID situation. So um, he'll be someone that'll be interesting to look at and, and go with from there. Um, Jared Jackson Jr., I think, is obviously always a great tournament play as well, but not a main piece on the Memphis side one I would like to get to. I will notice, I'll mention this. If Bain doesn't play and he's doubtful, Dylan Brooks, if he's played, he's interesting at 6,200. If Dylan Brooks sits two, I think you could potentially look at like a Tyus Jones. Yeah. Could potentially play 30 minutes at 4,100. I wouldn't mind, you know, potentially taking a shot on him, but I think he also depends on Melton. So a lot of moving pieces for Memphis in this game. And, um, I mean, you're paying attention to news in every game right now. So Golden State at New Orleans taking on the Pelicans, 220 total. Warriors a six-and-a-half-point favorite here. Warriors back-to-back. Pelicans will be without Sadarinsky and Lewis Jr. and Zion. So pretty full strength. Um, I mean, we'll have to see if Curry plays. 
I know that there was a report that came out with the Brews. Um, this quad. Um, but so we'll have to see if he plays because if he doesn't play, obviously that makes a huge difference. Um, and we'll also have to see if Otto Porter Jr. was a rest day to give someone else a rest day in this spot. Um, so I mean, paying attention, these back to backs. Um, what are your thoughts on Golden State? Um, Jordan Poole will jump off the page to me. Uh, Gary Payton Jr. Because I, I, I'm personally, I'm, I'm, I'm just naming one play these places. I don't think uh, a Steph Curry is going to play tomorrow. I think they're going to keep him out. No need for him to get hurt during the middle of the season and push it. In my opinion, um, like we got Clay getting ready to come back. I'm sure they want Curry on the court Sunday when Clay plays. So. Um, they probably just give him the day off, and and then, like I said, main targets would be uh, Gary Payton the second, um, Jordan Poole, someone else I would I would look to get to a good amount of Andrew Wiggins. Um, you could play a little bit of Damian Lee in tournaments, but I, I I wouldn't get too much of him. He's he would be a good value play though for sure. Um, Otto Porter Jr. would still be someone I would be interested in. Um, and obviously, um, Draymond Green, his price, I think, went down a little bit. Um, and, and he, if he's going to, if he's playing and not resting himself, he's a fantastic play as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm so excited for Clay to come back. And I think a lot of people, basketball fans in general, um, are excited for him to come back. And it doesn't shock me that they kind of waited for him to get, um uh yeah i just i mean i can't wait if yeah but it, i mean if curry's out pull 5800 peyton 4800 don't overthink those spots they're just great spots don't overthink them they'll be highly owned but it doesn't matter in basketball um what about new orleans see this game probably might be the I don't want to say the best game to stack, especially if Curry's out, but it really, but it might be um, just because of the, the other side, like you said, I, I like getting to Josh Hart um, here in this spot. He would be one of my top options on the slate to go after and target. Um, then B.I., um, Brandon Ingram is someone that I, I, I love playing in. I was good to see that he's playing the 30 minutes still, um, back to playing 30 minutes, coming back from an Achilles injury that they kept them out for the past couple games of. So um, that's promising, and I would definitely try to get some exposure to him for sure. Um, and and just going to a guy like Valanciunas, who's at 8-8, who's – he's expensive, but he – but raw points are going to matter. And we can see him put up a ceiling game, and this is a spot where we know Golden State does not really have that many bigs to counteract it. Um, so they might try to use their speed to – to offset everything, but Jay, but Jay Val can have a monster game here. He will probably be the first option on this team, followed by followed by Josh Hart, then Brandon Ingram, in that order for me. I mean, Ingram's great. It's just his price. So, yeah, 8,100, like, even before, like, all this COVID stuff happened and stuff, he wasn't hitting, like, 50 consistently. It would happen every once, like, every week or something. Um, but I, I think it's super hit or miss. Um, I get it. I, I think his price, like he was 90, 95, 9,600 a couple games ago. So, you know, if you're looking at it in that perspective, his price is way down. 
And I mean, raw points matter on a slate like this. So I definitely don't mind Ingram or Valanchunas. Um, Valanchunas is probably my favorite from New Orleans. I don't think Golden State really has anybody like Looney can't match up with Valanchunas. So I think that if they feed him the basketball in this game, he could have a really good game and give him the minutes. All right, we finish it out with the Clippers and the Suns, 219 total here. Suns, a 12-point favorite in this game. On the Clippers side, Batum is questionable. Boston Jr. is questionable. Paul George is out. Hartstein is out. Kennard is out. Kawhi is out. Zubak is out. On the Suns, Aiton is out. Crowder is out. Kaminsky's out. McGee is out. Nader's out. Sarge is out. And Shamit's out. So, Starting here with the Clippers, we're still getting Jackson. Uh, like, I know what happened last game. I don't care. Um, we're still getting Jackson and, and Bledsoe and Marcus Morris all in this price range. They burned so many people against Minnesota the other night. I think this is a spot you just have a short memory and go right back to the well. I completely agree with you. Um, those are the top three guys on that side of the ball. I would love to get to. I'm going to have a good amount of exposure to these guys, too, um, and including Terrence Mann to, um, um, as well. Um, but my favorite guy out of all three of them probably might be Eric Bledsoe, just because he's cheaper. He's the cheaper of the three. And I think he could be a little bit sneakier. Um, only played, I don't know, 22 minutes the last game, and his minutes are kind of up and down sometimes. But that's what also makes him a great tournament play. And he could be someone that you might need to take down a tournament. He could, and he would be someone that I think the Clippers need to keep them in the games. And um, they don't need him to be aggressive. So, like I said, getting to the spot with Eric Bledsoe is perfect. Is to me, my favorite um, GPP option in this on that side of the ball for the Clippers. The only other guy that I'm going to throw out there in the universe is Justice Winslow. He's not going to play a ton of minutes, so it's fully, like, risky. But this is a guy that can fill up the stat sheet. He always has had the ability and the skill level to fill up the stat sheet. So, I mean, if you get that, like, 25-minute game instead of that 20-minute game and, that, like, get that extra three, four, five minutes, like, he's 4,100. It's a four-game slate. You want to win a tournament? Do something different. <laughs> you know? Um, did you mention Xavier Moon? No, I did not mention Xavier Moon. He's another guy that is like, eh. I mean, the, I, I would predict that maybe for blowouts, though. Like, I mean, he's getting a little bit of run, but not. I mean, yeah, like, I think he'll play more, especially in a blowout, but in a, and it is a 10 day contract. So maybe they might be incentivized to give him more minutes based on that. It, it, he's worth a shot, though, definitely in tournaments because you, you never know. And if you're playing a fifteen dollar trying trying to take down a hundred k, that's that's the play right there. Talk to me about Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix, Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Just, I like I love getting to those these guys. Uh, probably Devin on um, Chris Paul. Chris Paul's too cheap. Seven three for him. He's just just way too cheap and way undervalued. So. He's someone you might want to just honestly tomorrow just lock in your lineups as just a in general like that that price is just way too cheap for him. Um, 
I do like getting to the other guys a little bit. Uh, Cam Johnson is a, is a great option. Um, uh, Mikel Bridges, I like getting to him. These all these guys have to play around thirty. I'm gonna say probably like 32, 30, 33 minutes, probably if not more. Um, being that DeAndre Ayton is out, so they gotta pick up the uh, the usage from him and, and score a little bit. Um, but the sneaky plays here are, are gonna be the center plays. Uh, both Jalen Smith and Bizback Biombo. Um, I know I was on the show a couple of days ago, and I said BS Bizback Biombo wasn't in play. I think me and um me and Meezy said the same thing that he that he wasn't in play and he went off and had a monster game. So uh, we both were proven wrong with that one. So he's someone that I would definitely look at and consider tomorrow. He's he's cheaper than Jalen Smith, but I think they both want to split the minutes. Um, probably um, maybe Jaylen, I think Jalen Smith maybe um, he got hurt a little bit. I think he had a little bit of foul trouble too. Maybe so they can they can potentially split that right down the middle. And both be fantastic plays. So I like getting to them tomorrow for sure. I was so overweight on Cam Johnson the other night. And like he had a solid game. And like just a few more things would have happened and went his way. You had like a really, really good game. I mean, I, I have no fear of going back to the well. My biggest concern, and it's not as much of a concern on a four game slate as it would be like if this is 11 games, maybe I'm not really interested in this game a ton, but I think that my biggest concern is just Phoenix blowing the Clippers out of this game. Um, I think Chris Paul's too cheap. If the game stays close, you could play Chris Paul. Uh, I mean, Jalen Smith, Cam Johnson, all these guys are in play. Um, I mean, yeah, just like I said, I worry about the game just staying close. So you just you're kind of hoping that the game stays close. Uh, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. We're going to use DraftKings pricing. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who's a cheap guy that you're looking at here? Uh, favorite play under 5K to go how much again? 10X? 7. 7X. Give me. Oh, I didn't mention this guy, and I think he is. He's a fantastic player. Um, he's gonna be a little bit popular too. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say this guy because I think he is. He can definitely get there, and it's a good spot. Uh, Cameron Payne. All right, I am. I mean, without injury news, it's it's still tough. Um, but I'm gonna roll the dice here and go Gary Payton, thinking that Curry is not gonna play. So, uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bust at the top today? <laughs> oh, which one of these two guys do I want to go with? Um, give me Hamadei Diallo. Yeah, I think I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go Jason Tatum. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought you were going to win Sadiq Bay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bay, Bay makes a ton of sense, but he's had these games recently where, like, he's just shot lights out from three, and, I mean, Tatum on the second and a back-to-back. I might get the zero before the slate even starts, so, I mean, boom. Um, favorite 6x play who do you like today to go 6x 
Um, hmm. I like. I'm gonna go with Cheapy. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Biz like Biombo. All right, Biombo. It's not who I was thinking. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of people. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this whole card, and I'm either gonna be super right or super wrong. I'm gonna go Jordan Pull again, thinking Curry sits um, in this game. Give me a let's get weird GPP play of the day. Let's see. See, because I like your call with the. I like to call it one of the Clippers guys. Definitely, though, those guys stick out for me. But um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna also go on the same train that you were talking about when it comes to these Golden State Warriors. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, with Kaminga. I think Kaminga is an interesting DPP play today because um, if he gets, if he gets, if he ends up so happen to be in the starting lineup, he can probably give you a monster game, especially if Curry's out. I think I'm gonna go. Winslow. I was talking about him earlier, and if you get that 25-minute game instead of that 20-minute game, Justice Winslow is talented. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy in his career. He has talent, so I'll go with him, especially with all these guys out. Um, There's no lines out. I think we only had one line out, so we're not going to do a bet today. Uh, Dre, any final thoughts? Um. No, just pay attention to news. That's going to be the biggest thing with this slate and these slates moving forward, um, figuring out who's in and who's out, and then from there start attacking and building around 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and hopefully end up winning on something that you like and win a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, this slate's interesting. Pay attention. There's so many ways this slate can change. By I mean, Boston, Golden State, uh, Detroit. A lot of news that you're going to be wanting to pay attention to. And, I mean, for the most part, you have a 7.30 game, two 8 o'clock games, and a 10 o'clock game. Games are really spread out, so make sure you're using your utility spot and everything um, the right way and um, have a backup plan, that's for sure. It's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops. We'll also have the last regular season NFL podcast out uh later on thursday as well so uh, make sure you listen to that as well good luck everyone we'll see you again on thursday